Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone out there listening to Talk Architecture Podcast. I'm your host, Naziati Muhammad Yako. I am really thankful that you're listening still to this podcast, and there had been delays in uh, publishing episodes that I wish to have in this podcast, but we hope to bring better things, better interviews, better content to this podcast. Up next in the new series, we shall focus more on the reality on the ground with regard to architecture, education, and architecture practice. We shall be interviewing people who are concerned about these things. And the one that I shall start with an interview with a former student at UC Malaya and who graduated with his part two at University Technology, Malaysia, um, Amin Zakaria. Amin Zakaria had been uh, listed as one of the top 11 architecture uh, educators um, by Arch Daily. In particular, the, um, shall I say, architectural sketch educators. And you can uh, check out the link below. In other things that he does, he is a very good, shall we say, illustrator, shall we say, um, someone who sketched very well, someone who practices sketching every single day. And what caught my eye was there was a Facebook post where he did a workshop with um, students in University of Technology in Malaysia. And um, his expertise is in these um, softwares as well, Morfolio and other softwares that he used, concepts on iPad and Morfolio Trace. And he has been dabbling with a lot of other software. But it came from his understanding and his practice on manual sketching. And yes, I, I'm trying to find the underlying reasons yeah, why uh, students of architecture nowadays are not really interested in sketching manually. Um, they would rely on softwares to sketch. But here we have someone who can sketch on softwares but still insisting on manual drawings. Um, one of his skills is excellent in manual and digital drawing and illustration using iPad. So how does he transit from manual to digital drawing? How did it happen and what are the requirements? What is needed by the designer? What, are, what is the eye, the designer's mind eye? You know what they call it, mind's eye? And that means vis visioning or visualization techniques that is needed. There must be basic fundamental principles that one has to acquire to be able to be so skillful 
in um, using um, digital drawing um, and not encumbered by, shall we say, um, certain things that impedes on your skill in drawing digitally. One of the things that he said in his in the Facebook post is to practice a lot because no one is talented. Practice every day where he did sketch practice morning before work, lunch hour break and before sleep. So there are years of hard work and practicing small thumbnail sketches, spending 10 minutes on one sketch, observing and learning from the master and watching a lot of online tutorials. So these combinations may develop and refine, redefine yourself. So Making mistakes is common and uh, embrace them. Repeat the process again tomorrow. So, why is it um, students of architecture depend too much on computer software? So, what I'm in said is, to get the perfect proportion is sketching by hand every day to understand better on scale and proportion. What he's saying is don't leave behind manual sketching because he insists that too much on the computer software will make you lose the sense. Yes, this is the point that he made. Drafting by holding a mouse compared to a pencil has a different feeling. It engages different muscle memory. Therefore, it produces different outcomes. That's very telling, you know, that we're talking about psychology, psychomotor skills that relates to how you hold a mouse and the outcome of it or you hold a pencil or a pen and the outcome of it. So this is a very particular um, concern for architecture, education and practice. When, do, when we give up one, one aspect, when we give up on the sketching manually we have the skill is that we we, we uh, downgraded our skill and one of the skill is getting the perfect proportion i have a theory about creative expressions and creative expressions include drawing and sketching and it never occurred to me that creative expression is to do with digital drawing. It always has to do with using uh, charcoal, using something in your hand rather than clicking on a mouse. 
you know. So creative expressions also include other things like music, dancing, making music, I mean, uh, dancing or um, uh, writing, creative writing, uh, doing crafts. So creative expressions is something that is more to do with our sensory, more to do with a sensorial experience rather than with an external experience, something that produces an outcome, not from an outcome, not from our senses. So that's the contention that I want to make with regard to clicking on a mouse and producing drawings that when you print them out or you display them, lack that sensorial experience, lack that connection of the mind and body. Now, this is something that probably there, there is research going on to do with this, because I, I, I would not think that people have not thought about this at all. There's something of interest, especially for educators. You know, like um, learning online or learning. There is some benefits of learning online and the interaction one has online. But it's all. But learning one to one, we're not talking in a classroom setting uh, with large audience. We're talking about a desk setting, face to face, like in architecture education. We're talking about tutorials or desk tutorials, one to one, face to face with the tutor and the students. We're not really talking about demonstration. We're talking about a consultation. That is having a feedback loop. You can have that online, can't you? Because we did that. During the pandemic, when we couldn't meet up with each other, we had this consultation online using Zoom using the annotation, having feedback from the student to the lecturer. But it was kind of like painful. If there is something wrong with our audio, excuse me, there is something wrong with our, shall we say, um, um, uh, the Zoom facility or, or our internet problems, but I could recall that the feedback session, when we deal with a particular student, the others could listen in very intimately as well, online, because they follow the tracing or the, or the, um, the lines that the lecturer put onto the screen, over, overlay onto the uh, student's work, for example whereby in a studio setting, the student have to peer from a long distance and they might or might not see what's happening, but they look as if they are seeing what's happening. Or they can't hear really because the voice of the uh, tutor is, is projected to another direction 
if they were peering from the back. So there is something very tangible and realistic and effective about doing tutorials online. When we talk about interactions, there are those who actually participate in the interaction indirectly or they are not the one that is subjected to the feedback or feedback look, loop. So the feedback loop of one-to-one -one between the tutor and the student is an important interaction that cannot be, um, cannot be replaced by any other type of interaction, be it online or be it face-to-face. -face. Because when we talk about sketching, we're talking about making mistakes, we're talking about comments to be made by the tutor and what are the mistakes or what could be done better. Now, we're talking about many things, um, but there are many aspects to the design. One is the idea stage, which we're not going to draw over the student's work. There is, a, there is the detailed design stage where we draw over the student's work in a way trying to, um, you know, correct the construction or how the assembly of the different elements put together. Now, yeah, I'm going on and on here on um, what is to be expected in our discussions, and in particular with the interview that I'm going to have with Amin Zakaria. With the agenda of probing into these things that I've mentioned, there will be other interviews with other personalities, they might be focusing on drawing, but it could be um, from a different angle. Maybe they are more senior than Amin, um, who I think is, what is his age? Uh, could be um, before 40 or around 40 or before 40. Well, never mind. I think it's uh, before 40 years old. And those who are much more senior, who are who, were, who never actually uh, studied digital drawing, for example, who are the um, directors of companies, or people who are slightly senior, who has both uh, the issues that Armin had and also they could be educators, so we're going to have a series where there'll be more interviews and this will be broadcast and published in this podcast series number 12. So I'll stop it there and just give a shout out to the listeners out there that we're focusing, refocusing on things and getting things to be pro, to be more in depth. If there's a topic on manual and digital sketching, like what I'm going to do with Amin, there will be another one on education that is going to be somebody's point of view, apart from the ones that you have listened to before. 
we have a diverse opinion and maybe some some debates or some uh, conflicts or not conflicts, maybe some uh, different opinions between myself and the in, the ones that is to be interviewed, and it will be all in a good way, um, so that we can get the conversation started and maybe you can identify with some of these individuals and how they um, they see, conceptualize architecture, education, and practice. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I hope that you could follow Talk Architecture uh, again and don't give up on us. We shall produce better quality and better content as time as time goes on and thank you again good day wherever you are